something else until the news. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Something Else Telly and Movies. Now, if you don't know what telly is, it's it's a television. Just a short thing for it. And if you don't know what the movies are, well, you're about to find out. So, as I said in the latest Something Else podcast, I am introducing a couple of more shows. Well, a few more shows, really. Something Else Music, Gaming, and Telly and Movies. So, this one is all about that. All about movies. So, let's begin. What is the topic of today? Now, I do have a a film I want to talk about. It's um one... I'm not going to name what it is. I'll just give you a clue. The Snyder Cut. It's a film that I so desperately needed to watch and was waiting for it. But that's another show. So, for the first ever episode, show, whatever you want to call it, what are we going to talk about? Wow, we're going to talk about what's next. So, what I mean by that is, if you look at movies and television, the screens, as uh, I'll refer to it as the screen. If you see, if you look at the screen throughout the years, how has it worked? What's happened to it? So we started off with film, silent movies, black and white, that sort of thing. Laurel and R.D., Buster Keaton, you know, the classics. Then we went to, um, obviously, films with sound. Still black and white on film. Then we went to, you know, state-of-the-art, you know, widescreen, you name it. We had everything. We had, it went from black and white to colour. Then we had, you know, stereo sound and all this stuff. And then what happened? It stayed that way for a while. And I think you can only shoot like 10 minutes of um, film on one reel. So imagine the amount of film you needed for like Cleopatra. So it's what happened after that. Well, we went digital. Now, you, you can, you know, you can see the differences, obviously. I mean, that's like with photography, film versus digital. You can always see the benefits of both and the cons of both. But we went to digital. But I think before that, let me, let me just throw this in because I've wrote these down on my, uh, my little notebook. But before we went digital, we had 3D. I'm not talking about what we see now. But I'm talking about when you have to wear the quality street wrappers of glasses, red and blue. We went to that. But the best part was it actually worked in a way. I remember I had a dinosaur magazine and it had these glasses. Blew my mind. Um, but yeah, we went to 3D. And then obviously we've got 3D as what we know now, which is absolutely mind-boggling. The first film I saw in 3D properly was, um, what was it, uh, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon or something like that? Dark of the Moon? I can't remember. I know it's a Pink Floydy similar title. But anyway, we do have 4D. Now, in I'm not sure if it's like, is Sea Life Centre worldwide? I know it's in Britain. But they have a cinema there and it's it's called 4D Cinema. Uh, you get it in Cabriswell, so if you ever want to visit somewhere with a, a 4D cinema, go to the uh, Cabriswell. What that essentially is, in the cinema, in, in Sea Life Centre, sorry, you'll be watching a film on a big screen, but then they would have, it's like a, a bubble machine for when you go underwater and you swim with the turtles and everything, and the bubbles will pop in your face. Um, then like a dolphin or a whale will spray water at you, so you get like this just bit of, bit of water sprayed in your face. Um, there's another one, I think it's when you go on a bumpy ride or something like that, like when you're riding the waves and it pokes you in the back, single-handedly. The worst pain ever. Then the one in Cabri's World, um, there's a part where it shows you how the rollers crush the, the cocoa beans and your chair starts moving side to side. So that's 4D. Or, <laughs> like, original scary movie now, but if you've ever watched Kentucky Fried Movie, 
they do feel around. So instead of surround sound, you've got feel around. And it's this dude watching the film and there's a man behind him. And everything that happens in the in the film is doing it to him. So like, there's a part where like, I don't know, um, the, the character in the movie is being like hugged and groped by this woman. And the dude's obviously behind him doing the same thing. He's like, oh yeah. And there's a part where she has to kill him. And like, <laughs> the guy behind the, I think it's the guy doing all the actions while to the man sitting down, he puts a knife to his neck. It's not that funny when I say it that loud. Anyway, I'm going off point. So what is next? So we've gone from film, uh, quiet, uh, silent movies, to uh, movies with sound. Then we've gone from black and white to colour. We've gone from um, mono to stereo to full-on surround sound. We've gone from 3D with the blue and red to what we know now. We've gone to, um, what do you call it, 4D if you want to count that. And what else have we done? That that that's what I'm getting at. Like, what is next for the screens? So we've got stuff like obviously we've gone from like you know normal vision to HD to ultra HD to 4K to like 8K. You name it, we're going up in quality. Like with Blu-ray, that blew my mind. I remember going from VHS to um to DVD, blew my mind. Then I went from DVD to Blu-ray, blew my mind again. Crazy, but that's not the point. You see. I've been going through this. Obviously, we've got CGI. So we've gone from having real people to really bad dummies and props to um, CGI. I mean, most films now, there's a hint of CGI. John Wick 1, there's a part where the dog, his his little puppy, does a poo. That was CGI. Terrible. Obviously, Batman versus Superman. The um, the CGI lip, you know, that, that's just intense. Obviously, we've got animation as well. That's changed. We've gone from people drawing it on paper and flipping it through, really, like Disney used to. Um, and now it's all done via computer, really. So, it started, it, I started thinking about different aspects of movies in general. Excuse me, just having a drink. And one of my love, like, the things I love most in movies, and I don't know if you get it in normal TV, but our alternative endings. Now, um, Marvel's a classic one for doing post-credit scenes. I love them. But it's alternative endings. Now, if you've watched I Am Legend with Will Smith, there is a pretty cool alternative ending. I didn't like it, but it was good. You know, it, it kind of changed the whole, but what if? Um, uh, Infinity War. No, Endgame, sorry. I mean, I won't ruin it for, for anyone, um, but in Endgame, there's an alternative ending. The ending's the same, but it's the it's the way it's carried out is different. And I was like, that's really cool. I really like that. And then you've got the whole term, like, is it canon to the franchise or the universe? Now, what I mean by that is, if you look at the X-Men movies, some of them aren't canon because they don't fit in the timeline. Or if you've watched the WandaVision, there's a part where um, Quicksilver, her brother, comes back. What's his name? Petro Maximoff? Anyway, there's a part where he comes back, but it was played by a different... Actor, I think I've just uh, spoiled that for you. Sorry, spo- uh, spoiler warning. Or spoiler alert, sorry. But yeah, y- you get my point. But I had an idea. Like I'm g- I'm going back a few years ago now because YouTube is kicking off. You've got stuff like Netflix. They're doing their own um, shows now. Uh, series and films. But I had an idea years ago. What if we chose, as the viewer, we chose what happens in it? Hmm. How awesome would that be? 
Now, I had this idea a long, long time ago. Uh, my mate, I speak about him quite a lot on the show, Robert. Don't know why I did the horns there. Um, if you're listening, my man, or anyone really, check him out. He's fucking genius. But I, I've kind of approached this to him before because I've always wanted to make a film. I, li- I, li- I like filming, you know. Most of the time, I'm just filming what my son's done. Oh, he's jumped in a puddle for the 10,000th time. I mean, that is fun. But my idea was to have, like, on YouTube especially, because you could do, like, 10-minute episodes. But basically, you'd film one episode and film, say, four different endings to that episode. Then you'd pull it out to the viewers, say, which one do you want? So you do a poll, you will do a vote. They vote for which one next, and you've already got it. You know what I mean? How cool would that be? You You are literally saying what happens. I mean, it's already going to be recorded, obviously. You'll just say, which one do you want? Do you want ending one, two, three, or four? Or part one, two, three, four? I think that's an awesome idea. Because it would make it more... I guess it would make it more involved, more immersed inside the... um, inside the inside whatever's happening, whether it's a TV show or a film. Um, I think it would just be brilliant. Because I was thinking about this before, like with gaming, look how far that's come. Like, you go back 10 years, what will that be? 2011? Fucking hell. You know, we had, like, um, Xbox connects with the, the camera and you have to do all the movements. PS, uh, PlayStation did it. And now we've got something completely different. We have actual VR where you can put a stupidly big, in a sense, TV screen on your face. You've got the joysticks and you can play stuff like Resident Evil. You can play... The, I mean, there's a ton for the mobiles as well. But you've got this virtual reality like could you do that with the with the with movies and tv shows um i think one of the best first person because this is similar to vr because it's virtual reality is the doom film with the rock and carl urban they did a wicked awesome kind of like tip of the hat sort of thing to the to the game where you go first person and in the film it only lasts for about two three minutes but it goes around first person shooting all the um, demons and everything. And they did a feature length film called Hardcore Henry, which is solely from the protagonist's point of view. How amazing would that be? You're watching a film and it's like, you, you put the, you could watch the film as the film is. So have a camera that films it generically. So you're looking at different angles, but then you could have an option to put a headset on so you can see it from each character's point of view. So every actor, like main actor that is, has like a camera on them so you can see their point of view that would be fucking awesome actually and i haven't even wrote that down not that you can see but i I think i need to speak to hollywood Hmm. but yeah i think that's a pretty cool idea i mean what do you think do you think that would be a good idea i mean what what would be the next thing because audio's completely changed now i mean it's gone from being mono to what 12.5 thousand surround you know what i mean um, the visuals they've changed, they've got better in quality. Like I said, we've had all sorts of 3D and... I mean, what, what what else is there? I mean, with lockdown, I really miss going to the cinema. I love going to it. I'm very much a movie... Not, I wouldn't say a movie buff, but I do enjoy the whole get the popcorn, get your tickets, go and watch the movie. Love it. Like the film I want to do another show about, which I won't name, I'll just say um, Snyder Cut. I sat down um twice now i've watched it that was four hours long but i can only imagine what it would have been like in the movies like in the cinema i mean imagine that in 3d bloody hell i need another drink because of that jesus 
But that's really what this one was about. It was, what is next? Because we don't know. I mean, movies have got easier to get. They've gone from, well, I guess real, as in a reel of film. They've gone from that to VHS tape, to DVD, to, if you can hear screaming, it's Ted, by the way. He's playing Tig and Tag or something. But you can, you get it now on like, um, it went from, like I said, film to, uh, in, in a sense, you've gone from tape to DVD, so digital format, to actually streaming it on the cloud. Again, it's still digital format if you look at it in that aspect. But what is next? And that's the question I want to throw to you guys. What do you think is next in a film? I mean, come on, we've even got actors that have died reappearing but with the deep fake sort of thing they did it in star wars with princess leia i can't remember the other guy's bloody name but it basically had an actress come in and or an actor come in um who looked similar to princess leia what was her name i can't remember her name that's really gonna bug me i'll remember it at some point i'll flash it up but um the name that is, but yeah, like they're they're basically making people's people that have passed away or like de aging. That's the thing you can get like what films I watching the other day and they de aged someone. They absolutely blew my mind. Oh, uh, coming to America, um, they de aged Eddie Murphy and the dudes. I'm not remembering names today, but they de aged him and it was absolutely flawless. But again, that, that's another thing they've done in the movies now. They've, they can de-age actors so they can reprise roles. Let's just hope they never do another Rambo. No, they are actually doing another one, actually, aren't they? That's, we don't need that. The last one weren't too good, was it? But, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there for the first ever show. I'm going to leave it on a question for you, my viewers, or listeners, or people, or me. <laughs> but I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to leave it as that as a question. What is next for telly and films? Think about that and let me know. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye.